Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie. And in this episode, I'm joined by two special guests, Zach and Sarah from Terrorax Video. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us, Louie. Of course, of course. We've, we're new friends. It's yes, a new yes. friendship blossoming here. And uh, we've been talking. We've been talking to Sarah Moore, Zach. I don't know why. I guess maybe you don't like me very much. You don't want to talk to me as much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, and I wanted to get you guys on because you love VHS tapes, as do I, as do most horror fans. Okay. I'm assuming you guys enjoy Halloween as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of goes with the territory, right? Yeah, yeah. It's hand in hand. Hand in hand. And uh, I, I like what you guys are doing. And and I'm, I'll get into why I like it after you guys explain what Terrorax video is and what you guys are trying to accomplish with it. All right. So, uh, like, I always collected VHS and... Uh, we always watch VHS. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> so uh, we end up buying a new house together with this huge basement. And like, as soon as I walked in this basement, I was like, I'm building a video store down here. And she was like, fuck yeah, let's do that. And like, it was like literally like a week after we moved in, like I built the room around this, like, and like, I like drove like eight hours to get these like shelves. But uh, yeah, like the whole thing was like, you know, you'd be like, you know, the, the the fucking feel of like going into a video store and like you see all the, like, the box art which is like the coolest fucking part of a movie oh of course then like you know like when you like that feeling when you're just like oh that fucking picture's sweet like i'm gonna watch i'm gonna like give up like an hour and a half of my time just because of this picture is being cool <laughs> just by walking in and seeing the cover sold yeah. you on it i have a question and this go it goes to kind of the whole vhs culture you know, and kind of getting caught up in finding tapes you want and hidden gems and hard to find shit. So, because in, in the past, and this will go into eventually the kind of main topic we're talking about in this episode of the podcast. But where did you purchase a good chunk of your tapes? Like, do you go on eBay? Did Was there like a mom and pop video store that closed down and you went into it and like not stole <laughs> but yeah, sometimes, you know, in my case, occasionally I did steal a, f a couple, but like, where did you get them? Like, did you just build them up over time? How did that yeah. work exactly for you guys? Cause you guys have a pretty decent sized collection. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's like, it's like I said, like it's, I've, I've been collecting for a, a very long time. Like it like basically started like, like I always had a VCR. So yeah. like I don't buy tapes and just never got rid of them. And then like, mm -hmm. My one buddy, uh, Matt Greenfield or MC Homeless, like he was like my other buddy that was like, like we just go wherever we could to find tapes. And like, you know, like I guess like the majority of like the collection of like younger was just like flea markets and like yeah. wherever you find them. Yeah. And then like I'm basically like you know, more recently like gotten to like you like eBay just for like filling in gaps. Yeah, if there's something missing and stuff. Cause eBay could be tricky, man. Like sometimes I'll go on there. And I'm looking for something. Like, I recently bought a tape. Uh, and I'll say what it is. It was a Bone Chillers tape. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Okay. Yeah, Bone <laughs> Chillers were all bootleg goosebumps. That's basically what that was. Um, and I found one of them. And it was like 12 bucks. 11, 12 bucks. With shipping. Not bad. Then I was looking at some of the other ones. 
was like 60 bucks. It's so it's not consistent at all, especially oh, yeah, when you're yeah, buying. Yeah. So I always found that interesting. And Dave, one of the members of the Haunted Hangover Squad, I'm sure you guys are familiar with his voice as oh, well. Dave. <laughs> um, he's a big VHS collector as well. I'm sure he's going to kill me that he's not in this episode. But don't worry. <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all get back together again and do this and do and and discuss VHS tapes again in the future but he'll he'll go to an event he'll go to flea markets he'll go to these VHS kind of you know pop-ups and stuff and he'll drop money on tapes is that something you've done is there a is there a tape you're embarrassed to talk about how much you spent on it uh, if you don't want right. to say the amount, that's cool. But no, 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 like I've never, <laughs> I've never spent like an astronomical amount. Like All I always, right. I'm like a real patient guy. Like I like, <laughs> yeah. like, like the market will fluctuate. Like a tape will be like real, like up here, and then like yeah. looking like a couple of months, it's like you know the fucking normal tape price. Yeah. But uh, this this might this might get us uh fucking uh burned. But uh, the most the, the most money I spent on a tape that I wasn't stoked about was Halloween three because I don't like it. Oh well, damn! Yeah, you definitely getting burned for that one. Dude. We love haunted. Well, haunted we love Halloween three. I mean, here, yeah, yeah, dude. Wow, you hate Halloween three? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I just, I just don't think it's that good. But uh, I mean, whoa, but the thing is like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a topic for another day honestly <laughs> but not only did i like like I, I i had a copy but i didn't have the cool cover copy like with the kids like going across the field so oh. i had to buy it again like you know wow. like the class and yeah, like but- and like i spent like 50 dollars for like a tape that i'm like never gonna watch and i was like fuck this sucks like, <laughs> <laughs> you bought the tape so it could collect dust. Nice. <laughs> I think I have the version I have is not the original one with the sunset. It's a, it's a sunset, right? With the three kids and it says Halloween three on top and the witch. Yeah, yeah it's like, like, they're like silhouetted. Yeah, I have one that I think has the three as like three kids with all three silver shamrock mask. And I think they're like yeah. trick or treating. Yeah, and yeah. That's the one you guys have, too. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I, I bought the other one because I like the other cover. Oh, because more. you wanted, yeah, the original one is better. Yeah. It's a lot more minimalist. Yeah, yeah, in a yeah. Sense, you know what I mean? So I, I agree. So it's a superior cover compared to the, uh, I guess the other one's a re release. I, I think it's like a Good Times video or something like that. Yeah, um, I remember. Now, um, I, I do want to point out one thing. You guys do review these movies as well. And yeah, what inspired you that? What, in, you know, kind of. What made you guys want to like, even though you're doing it in sort of short kind of re- the real format, which I, I'm going to I'm going to give you guys some credit. And what I like about what you guys are doing, I like the minimalist approach. I like it feels, uh, you know, stuff is so overproduced sometimes, you know, and I'm, you know, maybe I'm guilty of that with this. I highly doubt that. But like, I like that you guys are just, you know, just hanging out, pick a movie, talk about it. Is it good? Does it suck? You know, I, I I dig that. Like, but what what inspired you guys to want to review them as well instead of just like sort of showcasing them and just showing the cover, you know, or something like that, taking pictures and posting them. Uh, so I mean, we're watching the movies anyway, so we're yeah. like, why not review them? Yeah. It also like helps us see like 
what's going on in the movie than like just not passively watching it. Some, I mean, we've watched before, but some it's been years since we've watched them. Mm-hmm. And then we have like such the big collection that we're like, okay, let's dive into something that we haven't seen. Yeah, it's always fun, especially when you're not, like, not that familiar with it. Like you just, or you know what happens with me? Sometimes I'll watch a movie like 10 years ago or something and forgot it existed. Yeah. I'm be talking about a couple of those in a few, honestly. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, again, I'm just giving you guys credit. I, I really, and and that's kind of why I hit you guys up and I wanted to get you guys on here because I, I like what you guys are doing. You know what I mean? And I, I, I dig the whole, just it feels homemade in a good way. I don't mean that, and you know, maybe I'm not articulating <laughs> it properly right now, but like it, it just feels like something you guys are are enjoying doing. It's genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and I dig I mean, that. I, I yeah. like that. Yeah, I just I don't think we're ever like, man, like let's fucking start reviewing tapes. We'll get monetized. Like it was just like <laughs> it was like, you know, like you're like watching a movie and like like we watch like a lot of movies and like I feel like if you're like fucking don't really like talk about the movie after it kind of like fucking like none of it sticks with you. But like For when sure. you like actually, like you know, you take some time to like fucking like, you know, pick at it a little bit, like you're just like, you know, you get it's like a better fucking sitting, I guess. Yeah, it's I agree. And when even when I, you know, on on the show, I'll watch a movie. Like we recently covered Rawhead Rex. Okay. I love Rawhead Rex. I hadn't seen it in a few years. And reviewing it, I you know, I'd seen Rawhead Rex. I've seen Rawhead Rex a bunch of times. I love Rawhead Rex. But actually talking about it for an hour and a half with Manny, (laughs) which was probably far too long to talk about a movie, (laughs) especially the caliber of Rawhead Rex. (laughs) <laughs> you kind of appreciate certain aspects of it more, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I can agree with that. Kind of just following up and, and, and you know, I guess diving deep, even though you guys do like the short format, it's nice and tight. So stick with it. You guys are doing a fantastic job. But, you know, kind of, it, it, it kind of sticks with you more. And I, I agree with that. Before we, we dive into the, 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 the matter at hand here, since Haunted Hangover is a Halloween at this point, you know, we're all over the place, but we are a Halloween show. And that's what inspired us, you know, mm-hmm. to start this. How, you know, I want you each to go, you know, okay. and, and explain your love for the holiday and how it kind of correlates with horror and, you know, how important it is to you personally. Whoever wants to go first. <laughs> okay, you want me to go first? So I think Halloween, the love for Halloween started for me before horror i just loved like i was telling zach about it i was like i loved going trick-or-treating dressing up like we had the neighborhood that was people decorated the houses they have music playing our next neighbor would give out cans of pepsi it was like legit the trick-or-treating neighborhood in the city i grew up in so that started i feel like my love for horror because I was about eight when I really loved Halloween. And then when I was 10, like Jeepers Creepers came out, all those movies. I'm like, I think I kind of want to watch these. And I got super into it and hooked, basically. Well, they always do. You know what it is? It's funny because it's usually it's either or. It's like you're a horror fan that ends up, you know, as you get older, obviously as a kid, you love Halloween, but... I feel like, especially as you become an adult, you go to parties and you do stuff like that. You want to watch like marathons of horror movies. It's like either or. Some people, like in my case, it was both at the same time. 
But I, I, you know, I've I've met people that are horror fans don't really like Halloween, and those freak me out. I've never understood that. <laughs> so weird. Fucking, <laughs> fucking weird, yeah, dude. And so we've talked about on the show. There's people that are just like horror fans. Like we love, you know, horror movies, but Halloween's dumb. Like you know, I don't know whatever. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Zach? Uh, I've, I've probably definitely started from uh just liking horror movies, like. My mom would let me rent movies that are like way over like my yeah. my threshold as a kid. Like I remember like she like let me rent the Toxic Avenger. I was like fucking six. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and like like the because like the cover has a like a cartoon on it. Yeah. Like yeah, you have yeah. the drawing of them. And like my mom's probably like, Yeah, this is a superhero, which I mean she's not wrong. But uh yeah. <laughs> He's a superhero, but at the same time, a kid gets his head crushed in that movie. That scene fucking <laughs> ruined me as a kid. Yes. And like, I think, like, that's definitely what started is, like, you know, like, I, I don't know what it was about, like, watching, like, stuff like that. You're just like, this is insane. And, like, I just kept watching it. And then uh, Halloween, like, when Halloween rolls around, it was just, like, all that was more accessible, like, exactly, to me as a kid. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh my god! Every channel has shit I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny too because you know going back to the Toxic Avenger, the uh, that you, you know you were the age of the kid that got killed in that movie, so I could see how that yeah. traumatized you. You know what always traumatized me in the Toxic Avenger? The dog being shot in the uh, is it a restaurant or a store? The golden yeah, retriever. Yeah, the, that the always fucked movie. with me, dude. Yeah. yeah. That was always the worst. I remember I was like the kid getting his head smashed in. I was like, whatever. But the dog being shot, that was like, nah, no. Man. Leave the puppies yeah. alone. Leave them alone. Leave the dog alone. When he fell into like the, the goop and was like on fire. Like when I was a kid, like people being on fire like just bummed me out. Like it wasn't like, oh no, that looks terrible. I'm like, oh, that feel I that I I wish that wasn't happening for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, I'm going to put you guys on the spot here. Didn't prepare you guys for this at all. Is there one Halloween costume from your childhood that stands out? One. <laughs> one. <laughs> Anything. I put you on the spot here. If you can't think of one, make one up. <laughs> I was a ninja for like five years in a row. We all were. <laughs> so. I was not. Oh. All right, you missed out. So my costume, it was the Powerpuff Girls were just coming on board to Cartoon Network. Mm -hmm. They weren't really that big yet. Okay. So I, the hipster that I was at eight years old, I'm like, mom, I need you to make me this costume. I want to be Blossom, the Powerpuff Girl. So I just remember her like sewing this like pink like dress rectangle and putting the black line on it. And I had like the little bow. Absolutely no one knew who I was that year for Halloween. But it was like the best costume. So it was like, I went with my original liking, did what I wanted and had the best Halloween. That's cool. Homemade costumes are always better than the ones you could buy at like costume stores. It's funny. I bet you the I bet you your Powerpuff Girl costume was better than the one they sold. So much better. Eventually. Than like girls wear now with big eyeballs and stuff. Mine was yeah. classic homemade. Remember, Powerpuff uh, Girls rule. Those are awesome. Really that show's awesome. No, my, uh, my, my, the, the one year I was, I, I, most years when I was a kid, I was a ninja, but I had a broken arm one year. And like, my mom was like, take me like walking around like trick or treating. And this like lady was dressed up as a witch, like handing out candy, but she was like getting like in my face. My mom was like, hey, don't do that. Like, 
he's not like super friendly. <laughs> like I was like a fucking like bad dog or some shit. <laughs> he's not. He's not super friendly. You had a muzzle <laughs> over your mouth. <laughs> the lady like got my face. I was like punched her in the face with my cast, and she that's was amazing. Like, yelled at my mom. <laughs> that's amazing, dude. That is amazing. That's so amazing, dude. It's, it's so funny going back to the the ninja the ninja situation. I remember one year. I forget what it was. I had two costumes for some reason. One of them was a ninja, and I I think the other one was when I was the the Riddler, the Jim Carrey Riddler. Oh, nice. And I remember I I was I had just that day I was like, you know what? My school had a parade. I'm like, I'm gonna wear the ninja costume. I think it was. I might be getting them confused or mixed up. But I was like, I'm gonna wear the ninja costume at the parade. And then when I go trick or treating at night, I'm gonna wear the Riddler costumes. I was like double dipping in my costume. <laughs> because I think I just like, got like a ninja costume for no reason. And like most little boys, I'm sure I like threw it on like in April just to be an asshole at home and like play with my shadow and stuff and think I'm the karate kid for whatever reason. <laughs> No, I feel like I also wore costumes like all the time at my house. Like it was yeah. just what you did. So, yeah. I have pictures of myself with my sister, Sam, who's also part of Haunted Hangover. And uh, there's this one picture I have of, of like the two of us. She's like one, two, like in a crib. And I'm next to her. I'm wearing a red and white striped pirate shirt. That's a <laughs> costume pirate shirt. I've got like these eight, like aviator sunglasses on. And like this weird hat wrapped around my head. I was just a, I was a strange child. So I was wearing a <laughs> Halloween costume and like a bunch of other. Then I have like a million dollar man like action figure, like um, wrestling figure behind. It's weird. It's a weird photo. And she's like a newborn basically, like eight months. And she looks j- confused. And I'm like wearing this ridiculous thing. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just got bored. Like, oh, what's this all about? Like, who the fuck's that guy? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with my brother? He looks like a psychopath right now. I don't know. When you're a kid, you're weird. You know, it's cool to wear Halloween costumes. It's, you know, it's, I've seen kids middle of the year dress up as Ghostface or Michael Myers. It's so interesting, you know, when you think about it. So, oh, I have a, it was a, a funny, like, hollow, like, you know, like the, like the moment where like horror and like Halloween, like, came together at like the same time yeah. like uh it was like right after the blair witch movie like came out like i think it was like like when it was like home release because i remember i watched it it hadn't come out like a little bit before halloween whenever it came out but i remember like me and my buddy were going trick-or-treating in the neighborhood it was like one of our first years like it was just like we're just gonna go because we're fucking adults now but we're like fucking nine <laughs> but, like, we're adults now but we're <laughs> nine that's amazing <laughs> but like so like you go back in the neighborhood and like all like you hit all those houses and like there's this one road that dead end and like if you went through the woods you can get to the other part of that house like the street like it was like marlane and then there's woods and then there's marlane extension so like and like marlane was like separated from like the rest of the neighborhood you had to go down the main street to get to it so like nobody would ever go there and we like i think it was like my older brother was like yeah they always had like better candy or some shit because nobody was there so like dude like we just have to go through these woods and like we're like in the promised land of candy. And like, I remember like, yeah, sure. Like we didn't just watch Blair Witch or anything. And like, so we're like, we like step like one foot in the woods. We're like, there's definitely a witch in these woods. <laughs> and just like ran as fast as we could through these fucking woods. Like convinced there was a witch behind us. Oh man, that's so good. It, it was it's, like, it was like, 
It's like that moment of like, man, like that is like the most like like flashback movie scene I've ever had in my life was like running from the Blair Witch to get good candy. It's so funny because when you're a kid, your imagination just kind of like fucks with you and it can control you basically. I just oh, love yeah, how yeah. You know, it's funny when you think about that story. Just looking back at it, you were a child. It's probably the sketchiest situation. <laughs> you're like, we're going to the woods. You know what I mean? Or like, that's where the good candy is. Just listening to you tell me that story. I'm Literally like, Hansel and Gretel starts out like this or some shit. Bright idea, guys. Bright idea to do that. So on to the main topic. Since you guys collect VHS and you guys run Terror Racks video and you're doing your thing over there, I thought it would be fun to talk about some of our favorite VHS covers. Now, I want to... I want to say something at the top before we dive into these picks, because at least for mine, I wouldn't call any of these movies my favorite movies, <laughs> but oh, I do love the covers. Also, since we're showing things off, the visual medium of this episode is probably much better than the audio version, but we'll do our best to describe what each what each VHS tape looks like for the <laughs> for the audio only listeners. And if you're an audio only listener, stop playing games. Go over to the Haunted Hangover YouTube channel and watch this episode. Subscribe, do all that good stuff. But yes, <laughs> that's me hawking my own shit. <laughs> you guys are my guest. So, I want you guys to hit us with your first pick. One pick out of the bunch. Who wants to go first? Matthew McConaughey of A Time to Kill. Renee Zellweger of Jerry Maguire. Are you having fun here? <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The next generation. If looks could kill, he wouldn't need a chainsaw. We're starting off with uh, 1995's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation, uh, written and directed by uh, Kim Henkel, oh, fucking glare, there you go. Uh, who uh, also worked on the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Eaten Alive. Like, he also worked on that with uh, Toby Hooper. And, like, I think after he was a part of every Texas Chainsaw Massacre other than two and three. But uh, this cover, you got... Um, a lipstick with a chainsaw <laughs> protruding out of her. And uh, this lady's just putting on a, a chainsaw lipstick, I guess. Oh, but there's some sparks little, there uh, on her lips. <laughs> yeah, sparks were flying that night. <laughs> but uh, there's like a reflection of Leatherface in the, 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 the casing. I don't know if you can see that. But another reason, I, first off, the, the, the fucking picture is incredible. I love it this. Is. That's I, a good cover. And, uh, Another thing that got me is like I never knew which side was the front because they're both front covers. Yeah. Like literally, they're both fucking sweet. And uh, also on the back one, she has a fucking Homelite XL12. I'm pretty sure that's the Bruce Campbell fucking chainsaw. Yeah, you're right. I, I never even thought of that. That's cool. Yeah, dude. You know what's funny? Dave's gonna kill me that you talked about that movie. That's one of Dave's favorite movies of all time. Sorry, Dave, if you listen to this episode <laughs> once again because I know he loves. Texas Chainsaw, the next generation. Dude, wildly underrated. Wildly yeah. underrated. It's a strange, strange movie. And that cover, the whole, the the flip, flippity-dippity. 
Yeah, like I forgot I, that was a thing with that. So yeah, and I, I I think this might technically be the back. I I honestly don't know. I could <laughs> well, not tell you. There's no but. synopsis on the box, right? It's just like two. It's two covers. That's no. it. No, there's there's <laughs> nothing. Strange. You know what I think the deal was with that, and I I remember when that came out. I was in. I think I was in junior high, probably because video stores could maybe switch them like switch might've been a marketing tactic to kind of like, all right, here's the yeah. sexier cover on the back. You know what I mean? <laughs> or something <laughs> like that, you know, their face holding a chainsaw. <laughs> like maybe like, all right, you know, if this, if this lipstick chainsaw situation doesn't get you Leatherface on the back, sexy, over. sexy yeah. leather face will sell it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Good. That um, is a good cover. And the visual of him, it's so funny. You know what was freaked me out too about that cover? Does he look like that in the movie? I know he, he does wear the dress and does all that stuff, but that's like a very sexy version of Leatherface on the cover there. Yeah, it's like a super sex a super sexy version. The the mask on like this side reminds me of the Poughkeepsie tapes a lot. Um another I'm great sure. movie. <laughs> Oh, dude, that is, that might like my top five favorite movies is Poughkeepsie Tapes, Text Chainsaw Massacre, Ernest Scared Stupid, and Two Floaters. <laughs> All excellent picks. So, there you go. so, but that's a good one, man. I, you know what I always loved about that tape too—the font, the font. On yes. I actually yes. don't own that one. I have that on. I think I have the DVD and Blu-ray of that movie. So I'm slack, and I don't own that on on uh. On VHS, Matthew McConaughey, Renee yeah, Zell Zellweger. Right, I can, I can never pronounce her last name. So they, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Like this, like I feel like te- next generation gets like a, a a ridiculous amount of like heat. Like people are just like I don't know, try to like trash it, but like it's a fucking good movie. If you don't have a good time watching this, like you're an L seven weenie. You just don't like having fun, dude. <laughs> like, I like every single Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, so maybe I'm in the minority. I have no idea. I I think they're all fun. Every single one. The the only the one I had trouble with was like that the 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 when he was a little kid one. I was Leather like, yeah, face? I kind of yeah. dug, I dug aspects of that too. I dug the whole who's Leatherface. You figuring out which kid yeah. is gonna be Leatherface? Yeah, I mean. I just thought it was a little far fetched. Like, oh yeah, Leatherface when his kid was a fucking stud. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah, this yeah. is a man. I tell you what, believe <laughs> you me. <laughs> oh my god! I uh, <laughs> do you guys remember when that came out by any chance? Uh, Next generation. Uh, yeah. Yes. Did you watch it as a kid? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I remember. I don't even know if I ever actually like watched it. Watched it as a kid, but I remember like the commercials mm-hmm. for it, like on like HBO or something. Yeah. I remember like there was like it was like a like you know like the, like the Halloween like they'll have like those like commercials promoting that they're going to have yeah. Halloween movies. And it was like, like a mashup of a bunch of different movies. I remember like seeing like the, the, the things of like the Texas Chainsaw on it. And I was like, what is this? Like, I need this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what always stuck out to me in that movie, that shot of Leatherface chasing a plane that's towards the end. If I remember correctly. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember the movie very pay-per-view. I think I said that before. I remember seeing the trailer for it in between channels on cable to rent. 
And I, I believe that's how I saw it for the first time. And I was probably 12 or something like that. So it's definitely a good pick. You probably the, the best maybe next to part two, in uh, my opinion, cover wise for VHS. Cause part two uh, is I'm, a good one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to number one's my favorite no, that's, movie. That's for sure. Classic, yeah. uh, if we're not taking that into account, uh, yeah, it's it's between. Fuck, oh, that's really hard because just I, the I covers, kind of, just the covers. Oh, covers, covers, yeah. Oh, yeah. just the covers, <laughs> just the yeah. covers, guys. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, for sure. That that's probably. I, I think I like this one more than number two. Yeah. Uh, number two's number two is really good. Uh, the Breakfast and, Club. Like, I, <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I remember staring at that cover because yeah. you're just like. Is that dude a like real person? Like like uh what ch- uh, ch- uh the corpse? Name? The, I, I forget. Yeah yeah yeah, hitchhiker's yeah. corpse. Yeah, I remember he was like, is that like a real person? Like as a kid, like thinking like, there's no way that's like an, an actor in a suit. <laughs> yeah, especially the way the movie opens, where like he like Leatherface is wearing him yeah. with like the, yeah. So <laughs> great pick, man. Listen, Texas Chainsaw. You can't go wrong with a Texas Chainsaw Massacre pick. So. Good news and bad news, girls. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. All right, I got Night of the Creeps. Ooh. Which it is um, 1986. If you've never seen it, it's basically like two fraternity guys are trying to like get initiated and they find this frozen body and let it out. And they kind of like let hell loose and zombies come over why you have a dead like prom dates even though it's not really prom it's like college <laughs> it's kind yeah. of it's yeah. like some college un- undisclosed college party yeah. that they're having i forget to somehow the cop also like dealt with the trauma of the zombies so like the two fraternity guys and the cop like all come as one to fight them yeah. So it's a really good film. I really like it. Is that how that Spice Girl song was written? Yes. And the cover is very classic um, 80s cover. There's the window, the guy looking through the window. There's always like the stones thrown out the window in those movies too, I feel like back in the day. Sean Cusack did that once. So then some roses for the dance. Of course. I love the font. It's just like that creepy, bloody looking horror font. And then he has like the dead glossy eyes and like he's all banged up. So that's a great cover. I forgot about that cover until you, you, you told me that was, you were going to pick that because in all honesty, every other release of night of the creeps has been terrible. The cover, like the like the Blu-ray cover art, horrible. (laughs) It's so bad. And I I don't know why they couldn't like the, at least the version I have on blue. I, I don't have that on VHS either, but the Blu-ray cover is like yellow and blue with <laughs> the corpse's face and then Tom Adkins on one side. It's like it looks like a really bad like early 2000s Photoshop. It's like, guys, just use that for like weird. So I, I, <laughs> I love so Tom used to Adkins the, on that one. Though. It's like <laughs> instead of you, I, I, I think it's like him holding the shotgun or something, yeah. which I love me some Tom Adkins, but. It's just an odd, like, it's odd that they went like this. I guess it's a re-release, you know, for, they want to sell it to new audiences. But, yeah. like, look at that cover, how beautiful it is. I know, this it's is, like, like, yeah. When that's we, honestly, like, 
I'm glad you brought you brought this one up because yeah, really like is looking at it, yeah. We when we talk about like walking into the store, it's one of the first ones that always grabs my eye. I think it's like the the color schemes of like the bright reds and like the low. Yeah. Cool. I'm always just like drawn to this one, so I'm like I have to pick this cover because it's awesome. And an awesome movie. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's a really good. Movie. The title card is so good in that movie. It oh, is so a good. Movie. good. Okay, so no, good. I, I haven't I haven't watched it in a while. I gotta. One night I gotta throw it on. Such a good movie. Man. Throw me, right? Isn't that what Tom, what Tom Attican says? Yeah, throw yeah. me. Yeah, that's his that's that's his thing. The little the little slugs always got me. Ugh. Ew, I don't even know. They're like beach slugs. That's where it was like too much for me. I was like, like there's like a pile of them in the corner. Yeah, like, and they're like erupting out of people's necks and it's fucking gross. It's so <laughs> so good. It's going back to like the dog. Like, why did it get the dog? Like, what, they could have let the, the the animals out of it. Is he human, or is he master of the dogs? The terror of your worst nightmare is about to be unleashed. Monster dog. You know what? I, I, it only—it's only right because we're talking about we've, we've mentioned puppies being eviscerated. My first pick <laughs> is the 1984 film Monster Dog. <laughs> now. Now, this movie's ridiculous. <laughs> what a good title. <laughs> oh, dude, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> you know, and, and in the video, it's a little glary, unfortunately, but I will be putting up a, a, a better picture of it. You know, a better a better photo so the, the viewers can see it. Um, dude, guys, this movie. You've both seen this, right? I've never seen I've Monster never Dog. Seen no. You've never seen Monster Dog. No, right, no. It's, it's been all a it, it's been a while for me, but I'll give you a, a, Cliff, a Cliff Notes version of the plot of this movie and then get into the cover. So Alice Cooper is basically playing himself in this movie. He's like, a, he's like a, not really metal, because I wouldn't consider Alice Cooper metal, but like rock, I guess. Just like class. At this point, he's classic rock. <laughs> but I guess in 84, he was just Alice Cooper. Um Cause yeah, would you guys consider him like heavy? I I wouldn't consider that no, heavy music in any way. No, but he's just Alice Cooper. He's a genre into himself. But yes, yeah, which really lends him to get typecast in his Alice. Yes. <laughs> so in, in this movie, he's playing a rock star who's shooting music videos of some nonsense about shooting music videos for his for his band, and what ends up happening is. They are going to a house. I forget if it's to shoot another music video or to like hang out. And they start encountering like weird, wild dogs. And like there's like a home invasion type deal at one point. It's chaos. And then we find out that there's a monster dog. And it's like a were basically a werewolf. And I don't want to spoil the whole movie because you guys have not seen it. But it's fucking crazy. It's basically Alice Cooper versus a werewolf is what this movie is. Sort of. I think you're selling a little short to say it's Alice Cooper versus a werewolf, but it's technically Alice Cooper versus a monster dog. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's a monster dog. Yes, you're right. It is. They do call it. Technically, it's like a lycanthrope or whatever is what they call it in the movie. The technical term, which is a werewolf, but... Oh, man. It's a oh. it's a rock star werewolf. 
Oh man, uh, I feel uh, like uh, a foster uh, dog. Like they'd have to have like fucking like goo like pouring out of it or something. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's a pretty funky looking uh, creature when you guys watch. And there's a lot of real dogs in it. Like they run over a German Shepherd in the movie, if I remember correctly. At one point, like they hit a ger- like I think it's a German Shepherd. They hit a dog in the in the movie. So lots of lots of doggies. We're mentioning lots of dogs getting killed in this episode for some reason. And me picking monster dog is probably not helping. Uh, but this cover, you've got Alice Cooper's gnarly face there in the middle. You've got the monster dog, the star of the show, the monster dog right there. Alice okay. Cooper. I think this is the female lead. I forget her name. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got then you've got the house that they're going to right, right there and then monster dog in yellow font <laughs> underneath now i will say the poster now this is fantastic art but the original poster art just as good because you've got a giant version of the monster dog head here above a car with the female lead hiding cowering while these really kind of evil looking this evil shadow of a dog or hound is like over half of her body like everything about like they really sold this movie on the art i will admit the movie is ridiculous i think it's ridiculous in a good way you know what i mean like i wouldn't say it's a great movie you never hear people talk about monster dog when do you ever be like you know what you gotta watch monster dog (laughs) You know, yeah. No, uh, if you like Alice Cooper, a, I'd recommend it. <laughs> yeah, no, we run into that a lot. You're like, you're like you're, the covers, you're just like, this looks so gnarly, and then you put it on, you're like, well, that was a movie, all right. Yeah. But you want to know what you want to know what I, what I'll say about Monster Dog, and I'm saying Monster Dog a lot. Um, is, <laughs> that, is that Monster Dog? This cover lives up to what the movie is. I feel like it represents. It's an awesome cover, awesome original poster. If you can look at, if you can go online and find it and just see a picture of it, it basically sums up the film when you think about it. They're going to a house. There's a monster dog. There's Alice Cooper. I don't want to say what happens to Alice Cooper since you guys have not seen the film. I was going to, but I don't want to spoil it for the listeners or you guys. And then uh, you've got the the wonderful full moon, which kind of spoils the. Uh, oh, the, uh, the, the. Are you looking at the? Uh, are you looking <laughs> at the? Car? Yes, it's a nice with the big monster dog head. Yeah, behind that, that dog looks so much gnarlier when it's bigger. Yeah, well, you can't really see it in 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 again. The yeah, my yeah, reflection yeah. isn't the reflection isn't great here. The glare, I mean, um, but monster dog, starring Alice Cooper. Who would have thought, you know? He's dead. I never thought I'd feel as good about killing anyone. Burn in hell, you bastard. All right. So, uh, I'm going with 1988's 555. Oh, man, uh, a classic. <laughs> a super classic. Uh, as you can see, uh, it says 555. Uh, the cover is a, a dude getting his head cut off. <laughs> It's such, like, a, such a ridiculous <laughs> cover. The shot on, they were really trying to sell that shot on video movie, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> and like they were just like, what should we do? Just put the best scene in the movie on the cover. Like, <laughs> it, it's uh, it's basically uh, 
these people are trying to catch a killer that kills uh, five couples over five nights every five years. Hence five, five, five. Um, Wally Cause did pretty much everything in this movie. He even like distributed it under uh, his his own label, was uh, Slaughterhouse Entertainment, which was super limited. Which is why this is a fucking a crazy hard tape to get. But mine's a bootleg. Mm, yeah, I think an original goes for like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, last yeah. I saw. But uh, which also brings a good point is like just appreciating a good bootleg. <laughs> I'll take a bootleg, a bootleg for sure. I would have thought that was an original. In all honesty, I was like, "Oh shit, you have an original five 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 there." Wow. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, it's it was a fun movie. The cover, honestly, is like I feel like this is like one of those covers like you saw once when you were a kid and never forgot it, yeah. and like yeah, and you're just like, man, like it was like one of those movies that like built that that like you know when like you see a cover and you're like you're like all of the things that could be happening in this movie, like running through your head. Then you watch, you're like, well, that was, that was none of them. That was none of what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Those shot on video. So I, I'm weird. I, I do like some shot on video. I wouldn't call myself like a shot on video, ultra low budget, like connoisseur where like, that's all I watch. Cause I know there's people that are really into like old eighties, nineties shot on video. Cause some of them are just unbearable to get through. Like some of them yeah, are no really doubt. bad. Five, 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 higher on the list when it comes to that genre of horror film. You know? Yeah. Um. um yeah. It's it's like it's it's clunky. I mean, I I enjoy it. I, I do enjoy oh, so it. So do I. Yeah. I never try to like say anything like really bad about movies. I, I, I there's always something I find like I like in a movie. But uh, yeah, five, five, five. It's it's definitely fun. But I think it's one of those movies where the cover is way better than the movie. Like you, you know what always stuck out to me about that cover? The pink. Yeah. 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 And then, like, Classic bubblegum. And then I think like the original thing, like the original cover had like this like yellow piping around it. So yeah. it was like contrast and like poppy looking. That like, must have been a way for it to grab people's attention when they were renting it or selling it, because you don't see many pink. V8. You don't even see pink Blu-rays or DVDs in all honesty. Rarely. I'm sure if Barbie, when Barbie gets a physical release, that'll be entirely pink, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, all things considered to work, because I mean, like, this is from 1988, and we're still talking about it. And it's not because it was, like, a groundbreaking film. <laughs> like, no, man. It was, like, it was just the cover art was just, like, enough. <laughs> I, I remember when I first, uh, like, when I first heard about it, and I, I didn't, I hadn't seen it yet. I thought it was about like an evil phone number or something like five, five, five. I was like, oh, is this like, is this about like a guy that kill, like calls someone and then kills them or something? Like, Cause the title five, five, it sounds like the beginning of like a phone number. Yeah. yeah, Like know. every, uh, every phone number in the nineties was like, if it was on TV, 1-800-555. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great pick. That's a good one. Deep cut too. Not a, not a lot of people, unless you're into VHS collecting and like shot on video, you don't hear many people talk about 555. Where's your pass? Screw your pass. All right, mine's not a deep cut. It is the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, this 1984 has the Nancy wide awake, scared to sleep. And then, you know, Freddy's hand shining on down in. And the font. I just love the font. It's what drew me in. It's that classic, scary nightmare font. And we have like all of these. So I feel like whenever I walk by, it's the first one that always 
grabs my eye as well. And also That's a classic cover. That's like probably one of I think most people when they think of VHS covers, that's one of the first one that comes like first ones that come to mind. So yeah. such like such an iconic tape. And like that's that's basically why I also I think I picked it so much because it is such an iconic tape. Like it's one that would always stand out to me and I'd always see it like at the movie store and just growing up with with Freddy, it's just I had to pick it. <laughs> Growing up with Freddy. All of us have grown up with Freddy. All the nightmare. You know, it's funny. All I feel like the first, all those, I I don't know the artist, those painted kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Those first, I think it's like the, up until I believe Freddy's dead, they all got that style of cover. And they're so good. Like, I'm a big fan of the part two, where you see, I think like half of Jesse's face is Freddy. And there's like a. Yes. I think the glove around them, Dream Warriors, of course. That's a classic, classic cover with the Freddy glove and all the Dream Warriors on each blade. Like, all the Nightmare on Elm Street covers are so great. Like, all of yeah. them. Up until <laughs> Freddy's dead, then they got lazy, I feel. I think that's what happens. Like, I'm, like, admiring this one first. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, it's still good. And I'm like, oh, God, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I guess, you know what it was? It was, like the night that died out in the nineties, I guess, like having a, a cover like that or all like, you know, dream warriors and all those style of, of, yeah. Covers. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, you like, like, like just like, like watch like, like the evolution of like a cover art, like really like in like, like after like the mid nineties, like when like scream came out, like it kind of like ditched like the, like the, the fun covers and went for like the, yeah, this is gonna put you on the edge of your seat. We're gonna call this one a thriller. Yeah, I feel like Scream <laughs> changed the game for everybody. Yeah, Scream killed Halloween. Uh, what? Uh, Hellraiser. Listen, yeah, I, I will agree. The Scream posters, like the floating, he- I, I, the floating head poster. That's like the Scream and like Dracula two thousand and what else? Final Destination did it. That was so <laughs> prominent in like the late nineties into the early two thousands. I do have a soft spot for it. Because oh, yeah. some of them I, were pretty. Some of them were like, I know what you did last summer. That's a pretty sick floating head cover. I know we're going off on a tangent here on other covers. Oh, yeah, no, no. But um, that one was good. Yeah. So know? like, I remember like at the time, like, like when like uh, the fucking late nineties when like all like those like move or like mid to I don't know when those moves were coming out like yeah. like the the more like like uh realistic like uh horror movies like it was like you know somebody's doing something to somebody like when those were coming out i was such a big fan of like like the 80s like there's like no like i want like this dude that can't get killed just like ripping people apart so like i didn't appreciate a lot of those like at the time but like we've been like like running through all of them lately and like like urban legends so good i feel like underrated like, talked about more that movie's so much fun yeah it's probably one of the best to come out of that group of dawson's creek kevin williamson <laughs> like like situation that was going on in the late you know like i'm in my mid-30s so like i grew up i was able to see all of those movies in the theaters for the most part so i'll always even though not all of them are great like i even like valentine and like i know there's people that don't like that oh. one that's fun. It's still fun. It's still I'm fun. A fa- yeah. I'm a fan. I like most of them. I yeah. like. I still know what you did last summer. And I know people think that shit's stupid. Yeah, wait, I'm wearing a Cruel <laughs> Intentions t-shirt. If that doesn't tell I you, know. Know. <laughs> I know. So, 
I'm a fan of the fan of the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, I also am a movies. fan, so I'm a little bit against Zach in that sense. What? I, I like him. I'm just saying, and like the cover art, like there was a shift. Yeah, there was a shift. I will, you know, going back to the the focus of the conversation, <laughs> I will admit that the covers were far superior in the '80s with with the whole kind of airbrushed look and stuff and. Yeah, yeah. The floating heads did kind of kill that. You know, Cruel Intentions had a floating head cover. He did. I was so. just going to say that. There's just like all three of them just floating heads. You know, once again, I I, I think Texas Chainsaw, the next generation's uh, the sexy leather face on it. Then you got the, everyone's just really good looking on all these covers when you look at them. So going back to the sexy yeah. co- sexy covers is what sold, what sold all these movies, that you know? <laughs> I think what we're not appreciating is that 555 originated the floating head. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I fondly remember the days I hunted down each piece. These animals aren't hunted down in a moment. You have to discover them, stalk them, and finally kill them. And that's a perfect segue. <laughs> Thank you for that. Because speaking of heads <laughs> and floating ones, my next pick is the 1982 film, The Icebox Murders. <laughs> that is an incredible it's cover. such a good cover. My goodness. Yes. Now, this movie, I believe, is a, it's, an originally, it's originally a Spanish film. I think it's called El Sepo. I don't know what that means. I'm a bad <laughs> Hispanic person. I don't know what the hell that means. Um, and, and to my knowledge... Guilty. I have not seen this movie. I've read about it, but I have yet to pop it in for some reason. I've owned this tape for years. I think it's just laziness, in all honesty. Because all I've read, like in any review, is how boring this movie is. (laughs) That it's a drag to watch and you'll fall asleep. So imagine this cover. This movie is boring. (laughs) how you've got a severed head inside of a fridge with milk i believe there's eggs yes eggs in here three people looking suspicious i guess and then the ice box murders how how do you fuck that up this is a prime example of them selling the cover and not the movie I have no, I, I couldn't even tell you, but what's funny is when you flip it, right? When you flip to the other side, all it is, is four of the characters in little <laughs> boxes. That tells you, I think everything you need to know. There's really not. Mustache, sunglasses guy looks yeah. suspicious. Fuck. Yeah. I do <laughs> intend before the year is over to watch this goddamn thing. Because I've been slacking by not torturing myself and sitting through it. So, such a oh, great man. look at that. It's a fucking head inside of a fridge, inside of an ice box. Because <laughs> it's the ice box murders. Um, what does Wait. it say up here? A blood curling, curdling chiller. Will she become. I can't read this right now. Will she become <laughs> just another body in the ice box? Ooh, spooky, spooky that'd be a good movie. a good double feature with uh just based on the the cover art with uh microwave massacre yes and five 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 
I think both of those movies are probably more entertaining from what I've read about this movie. So I've got to see it. Maybe in the future I'll cover it. I don't think this has any other releases as well. I think this is oh. the – it's probably on YouTube. I'm sure someone ripped it and uploaded it to YouTube. But what this is the only – I believe – I might be wrong. Hopefully not. I think I'm right. Only release of the Icebox Murders. Not a, this might be a sought after tape. I think I got this for fifty cents. I, so I got this. I got this at an old video store that was closing down. Uh, closing down with Manny, um, him and I, you know, we were big horror fans. Queens, New York, a lot of the mom and pop video stores in our area, like all, our entire area. We had a couple of them were all closing, and we were literally ransacking them and grabbing whatever we could <laughs> so a lot of my collection is from like 2005 six when stores you know were closing down and like we'd go in and there'd just be boxes and mildew and fucking water damage and i remember opening a box and this was looking at me and i was like i'm fucking buying that shit look at this <laughs> and uh i do have to watch it but again when i read reviews it's literally right now on on IMDb, the star rating is a 3.3 out of 10. So <laughs> it's pretty rough. It might be a good 3.3. You never know. A good? A good 3.3. A good 3.3. Three, three. <laughs> Strong. She's, she's basically a 3.4 if you think about it. Yeah, almost. Half, halfway there. So out of 58 reviews. So eh, it's pretty rough. So, I will get to it one day. The cover rules. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna find. Be able, we're gonna have to watch that. I want to watch that real bad. I, I, I can tell you enjoy this guy. So I'm gonna That's bring it into. What is we, he up to? I need to. I need to learn his, his story. What's going? Watch. He's in one scene in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> just like, hey, that's it. <laughs> what's up? And then he. Answers, <laughs> He enters the frame, says what's up, and then exits the frame. <laughs> Only scene. Amazing. Headless eyes. Now here's a guy with an unusual hobby. He collects eyes and doesn't care where he has to go to get them. You won't want to close your eyes for a second while you're watching this screamer. All right. Now, this is probably the, like, when I think of, like, like when people would like make a parody of an eighties horror movie cover where it was just like over the top and just like, like, like even like, like what was it in like Doug when they're like, no, it was uh angry beavers with like the spleen mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> like they all had like these like over the top, like weird movies. And like, this is like the epitome of like that, like, I don't know. I think like the trope they were going off of headless eyes from uh 1971. Uh, it's uh, kind of hard to see. This is a, a, a it was a wizard a wizard release. Oh, uh, band. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, it's uh you see is a lady laying uh, in front of a skyline and uh, she's holding her eye as an eyeball is squirming <laughs> off and uh, there's a a big old eyeball. But um, this movie, well, actually. My favorite part about this movie is it's a uh, it was from First Row Video. I don't know if we were able to see that, which was my hometown video store. 
Oh, okay. It was so like one of those some, like some nostalgia for it. All right. <laughs> yeah. So my buddy at uh, Cycle Breaker Records, I was like, I was like, man, you like because he sells like tapes. I was like, do you have any like first row tapes? Like, find me a first row tape if you have one. He was like, yeah, I'll see what I can come across. And he finds headless eyes like that. I'm like, that's fucking incredible. And then we set up the store, like everything like here. And I start going through all my tapes. And like, I have like fucking 70 first row tapes. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> so I didn't really need this. I had a fucking ton. I just like didn't realize, I guess. Fun thing about this movie, it was uh, uh, written and directed by Kent Bateman. <laughs> it was Jason Bateman's dad. Really? <laughs> Which is I- <laughs> that's fucking that's great i didn't his i didn't even know his dad was a director yeah um i, I don't know how much he I, I, I glanced over his like his stuff i don't think he did a whole lot mm. but like it was also like acting credits in the list but uh yeah he wrote and directed headless eyes which like i mean if you've ever seen this it's like it's i don't think anybody can convince me that maniac did not rip this off <laughs> So, yeah, like, seventy one. Like, yeah, what year was Maniac? Eighty. Nineteen eighty, even. Eighty, you're right. So this 10, is nineteen seventy one. Wow. Yeah. But like a very, very similar story. Yeah, I, I've never seen Headless Eye. Oh, I've, dude. I've, I've I've never seen it. I'm familiar. Like, I've heard of it. I've seen that cover, but I've never actually watched it. Well, you know, um, your heads up, uh, you're probably not missing a whole lot. I mean, it's not <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it's not a good movie. The cover's just cool. The movie itself, wow. It's not, it's not terrible, but it's like, it's not one of those movies that like is going to make a list. Yeah. You know, like it's a fun watch. Um, But uh, yeah, like, I mean, I recommend watching it just to compare to Maniac because like, they're like, I don't know, like, I feel like they're very similar movies. Um. Obviously, uh, Lustig's a, a little bit better at being like creepy and like yeah. he's looking super gross. Yeah, that uh, I have to watch that one. Seven, so it's so 71, it came out nine years, nine years before Maniac, and you think it ripped it off. Wow, I've well, yeah, never I mean, heard like, anyone say that. So, you heard it here first. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Burn, 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 and maniac, man. I uh, I gotta check maniac. that one out. I'm not familiar with that movie I'm at all. Get stabbed by a maniac super fan because of that. Headless <laughs> 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 Eye just sounds like a Cannibal Corpse song. That's Fucking a, <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like. I mean, Headless like the cover's eye. not far off of like some cannibal. I mean, a little, it's kind of cannibal. Yeah, it's a little cannibal corpsey. Yeah, not enough intestines for cannibal corpse, but yeah. for sure. <laughs> Actually, uh, the funny story about Cannibal Corpse, uh, we were talking about earlier, but the first time I saw a Tosk Avenger, like that same week, my cousin showed me like the Butchered at Birth cassette. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a great album. <laughs> it was just, like two double way. Like, I remember that just like being enamored by that cassette, just being like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> those covers definitely sold those albums too. It's oh, the yeah, same, it's been, they've been releasing the same album for like 20 years. So <laughs> almost 30 years at this point. Eating Back to Life is a great cover too. That the, the very first Cannibal Corpse with the, the zombie. Oh, literally the Cannibal Corpse. It's eating. It's a corpse that's eating itself. So it's <laughs> a grass. The first ever Cannibal Corpse. That's a good album too. All those vile. Cannibal Corpse has some fucked up. Fuck, I think there's like one that was bad. Was it Gore Obsessed? I forget which one was banned. They've all been banned, probably. 
I think uh, didn't Carcass have like a, a, a cover that was banned? Maybe. I'm pretty sure Carcass. So had many it. death metal bands have like actual death on the cover, like oh all yeah, those, like bands <laughs> exhumed and shit like that. I was really into death metal when I was like in high school, and I remember going to pick up albums and just looking at them, and it's like a severed, a real severed head on the cover. Speaking of severed heads, and I'm just being like. <laughs> I think that I, I can't look at this cover, so I'm not going to buy it. Like, it was just too gross. I'm good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not fucking stoked about seeing, like, real dead people. Nah, nah. Like, I don't know why death metal. I know why I know why death metal bands choose, like, real gore on their covers, but I don't want to see it. I'm good. <laughs> I'll stick with the icebox murder fake head yes. and the 555 fake head on my covers. Thank you. Wasn't old lady Bailey's husband a carpenter before he died? Serious. You don't really think she could really kill anyone, do you? All right. I have 1985's Nail Gun Massacre. Another um, good one. <laughs> cheaper than a chainsaw. So Terry Lofton did like. 99% of the stuff for this movie and they have a very nice memoriam for him at the beginning of the film but basically it's about um a woman getting raped by six men which totally gross but um the wonderful guy back here with the mask and like camo and the nail gun seeks revenge on all of her rapists throughout the film and you're like who is it who's getting these bad guys in the movie I also love the cover that it's like this woman, kind of sexy, like we got some cleavage. She's nailed to a window, which is also very, again, 80s style. Did he come through the window? Was she trying to escape the window? And then next to a window. Yeah, just just near a window. He just happened to be there. (laughs) And then uh, the font, it's all that bloody font. And then even the eye for nail is an actual nail. That's a good movie. I like Nail Gun Massacre, and that's a good cover. I, I didn't even think of that one. That movie has a really good twist. Like you, that that yeah, that mother. You, you think it's gonna zig and she zags. I could have yeah, believed yeah. the twist. Nah, that's a that's definitely a good one. I have to rewatch that one. You guys are just picking shit I haven't seen in a while. I haven't watched that in a few years. I think I gotta see the, if that has like a. It must have like a. I think that one has like a special edition Blu-ray of some kind. Um, oh, I. Surprised. All those, most of these, except for Icebox Murders. Yeah. That doesn't, I don't think that has a special edition Blu ray. That one definitely does. Um, I gotta watch that. Who directed that one? I forget. Uh, Terry Lofton. Okay, you, you did say it because it's a memorial. Yeah, he, he did pat- like everything. Yeah, it was his only movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Um, Passion for What happened to him again? What, yeah. happened, what happened to that guy? I don't know. He died. He just died. It's just he, like, he just, just died. died. He's just he's just died. And then it's like doing all the credits and it's just like Terry Lofton, Terry Lofton, Terry Lofton. I'm like, oh, he did everything. Good for him. Died on a high note. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a classic film. Nail Gun Massacre. So he just died. I love how that was your guys' answer. Just died. Just died. <laughs> Isn't that what happens? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, I uh, Well, I was like concerned when it started because i was like oh it's in a, a memoriam i was like that's so sad i wonder if it's someone like who acted in it and then like doing the research i was like oh my god no this is like the guy he did all of it the guy oh, he died in 2011 yeah okay so like old age or something 
Yeah. Probably not. He's probably like 40 only, maybe. <laughs> At that point, I'm being honest. He was probably relatively young if it was 2000. If the movie was made yeah. in the 80s, right? Or was it 80s or 90s? That one. Uh, 80s. Yeah, he was born in 62, so died in 2011. So he was like 49, right? Okay. Yeah, RIP. That's still too young. We never got Nailgun Massacre 2. See? Well, he did oh. make another movie called Nailed. Okay. <laughs> So he likes what? his nail. He likes his nails. Oh wait, never mind. It's just documentary. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. It would have been amazing if he made another movie. It was like nailed, like like just he likes nails for some reason. Yeah. That would have been amazing. He's like walks into like a, a fucking like a hardware store. He's like, speak to me. <laughs> he's, a, he's an auteur director. All he does is like Quentin Tarantino's things. The feet. His thing was the uh, the nails. So. Halloween is the time when community service organizations warn that children and animals are most likely to be abducted. To truly understand the significance of Halloween and its role in this mayhem, we must go back to its historic roots. So my last pick for <laughs> favorite VHS covers, or some of our favorite VHS covers, isn't even a movie, technically. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real movie. It's it's. I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's considered a documentary or anything like that. It is the Halloween trick or treat <laughs> tape, which <laughs> it's got a longer name, which I'm about to say. But on the cover, it says Halloween trick or treat, and it's called the Pagan Invasion Volume One. God, that's so fucking gnarly sounding. Yes. So, as you can see, before I get into what this is, the cover screamed. Th so this was released in 1990, 1990, and she's got a broom. Uh, I think there's also some sort of like spooky backdrop. It's like a, a scary house or something back there. Even looking at it, it's not only what I'm showing you guys, but even like looking at it, it's hard to make out what's behind her. <laughs> but if you looked at this, right, at a glance, this just screams like nostalgia. Early 90s Halloween. When I look at that, I'm like, I want to watch this. What is this amazing Halloween trick-or-treat tape? Now, what is this nonsense? <laughs> this is basically an anti-Halloween like anti informative video. Like preaching how evil Samhain or Samhain is and how you shouldn't celebrate Halloween at all. But... Oh my God. It is the most Halloween thing you'll ever watch looking at it, like watching it and just looking at the tape in 2023. Like you just get nostalgic feels. Watch the first 20 minutes are like shots of Halloween costumes from the 90s, pumpkins. <laughs> it is like it's the best thing ever. Just everything about this. Then it does get a little boring because you start hitting like people being all preachy and telling you not to celebrate Halloween. So it's hysterical. I've been wanting to cover this on the show 
for about two. I've owned this tape, I'd say, for maybe three or four years. So right before I started Haunted Hangover. Um, and I've been meaning to throw it on and get a group of people together on the show and talk about this nonsense. It's a sight to be seen. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's like, I, you know, don't celebrate Halloween, but look at how awesome it is by accident. That's basically (laughs) what they're doing in the, like in this tape. It's fucking great. Um, a while back, I don't know if you guys caught this, but I, I, I'll be very honest. I don't remember which episode we talked about this in. I think it might have been a Halloween Q&A episode or something. Or a Halloween. One of our past episodes. Guys, find it. Uh, (laughs) We opened the show with this weird infomercial with this guy dressed up as a devil. He almost looks like Sammy Davis Jr. Dressed up as the devil telling you that all the evil people celebrate Halloween. But the video itself has like this like synthesizer score and tons of atmosphere and he's dressed as a devil. It's amazing. It's one of the most Halloween things ever and he didn't even realize it. This tape, same thing. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It makes no sense. Now, I'll be honest. I don't know what volume two are or volume three or like any of the other volumes. I just know what's on this tape. And, uh, yeah, guys, keep an eye out. I, I do intend on watching this and reacting and giving feedback, but I think I need several other people to go through it with me because it, 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 it's something. Have you guys heard of this at all? No. I literally just bought it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a cheap tape. It's like $10. I think you can get it for right. Uh, Twenty one thirty four to be exact. Twenty one, yeah, it's it's <laughs> cheap. I bought it a few years ago, so it probably was ten dollars. Now it's twenty dollars. Um, it's 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 not a long tape. It's about I think an hour long or forty five minutes long, but it's it's something. When you watch it, you almost feel like you're being initiated into a cult. But then you're like, no, I yes. love I love Halloween. It's weird. It's weird. Very weird. <laughs> And if you love Halloween, I recommend watching it. And yeah. keep an eye out. In the future, I will be uh, diving into this one. I like the idea of being like, like you know, like, yeah, don't do this. It's bad. But by like, showing you all the cool shit, that's like, that's like, hey, kids, don't smoke cigarettes. But it's just like, then they just like pan over like this dude leaning on a jukebox in a leather jacket. You're like, oh, dude, that looks so sick. Look how like, cool he looks smoking that cigarette. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Like it's, I'm telling you, they're like, don't celebrate Halloween. And there's like this cool jack-o'-lantern and like fog and like a haunted attraction. I'm like, this is all the reasons why I love Halloween. And then someone's telling you that the devil's going to, you're, you're going to go to hell. Well, you know what? It was worth it. And this cover is great. Just, <laughs> it was like, worth it's, it. It's so good. I love that she's holding, like, I guarantee these people were like, we need a pumpkin pail. And someone went to McDonald's, got a happy meal. And they were just like, all right, we'll give it to her. Not realizing in 25 years, we, people would be going crazy for these pails. <laughs> you know how pot, like literally to the point that McDonald's brought them back last year, people were going fucking crazy for them. So everything about this tape is just 
for Halloween lovers, and they didn't even fucking realize it in 1990. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to really stick it to Halloween. Like, oh, what the fuck? They like it. <laughs> wow, they like. I'm sure in like I'm sure in 1990 people didn't. You know, they didn't have nostalgic goggles on, but those people now just look like fools. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> most people do have nostalgic goggles whenever they watch stuff from 30, 40 years ago, especially when it comes to like Halloween or even like the holidays, you know what I mean? Like anything. So for me, it's a situation of just like, you guys are dumb. Halloween's awesome. Don't bash it or say it's evil and you'll go to hell. You're dumb. Like, I, I feel You're like dumb. like the majority of that movie is going to be like the, like the intro to Halloween 4. It's weird because it's like interviews and floating head stuff. And then they tell you how like the devil's there. And, but it's, I'm telling you, it's the weird, you have to watch it. It's oh, strange. Oh. It's strange. And then watching it now. Yeah. And watching it now makes it even stranger. It's fucking weird. Very weird. Um, so I wanted to do something to close Hell out yeah. the show here. We each have to pick someone else's one tape from someone else. Zach, we'll start with you. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show my. Let's go through the tapes actually, really quick. So I'll, I'll show mine again. So we've got the 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 Icebox Murder, phenomenal yes. cover there, right? We've got the Monster Dog, the mon the Monster Dog, Monster Dog. It's the Monster Dog to me. <laughs> and then we've got we've Not got right. the Halloween Trick or Treat Trick or Treat tape from my bunch. What are you going with? Fucking Monster Dog all day. I want to watch that so bad now. Dude, this is, is not a cheap. Heavy metal honest. and werewolves. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. This is like a trans. This is a trans world entertainment tape. Right. I, I didn't say what uh what brand released this, but I think this is a hard. I think this is not an easy tape to get. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. You might want to. You might want to eBay that one and see. But <laughs> and wink, wink. It might be on YouTube. But you didn't hear that from me. So. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, yeah, I, I really want to watch that. I, I haven't seen it, and you didn't tell me it got really like terrible reviews. So I really want to watch that. What Monster Dog got terrible reviews? Oh, you said uh, the other one did. Oh, all the Ice Box Murders. Yeah. Yeah, but will that stop anyone? So Sarah, Zach from Sarah's picks. Let's run through them real quick. Oh, yeah. And okay. which one are you? Which one are you going with? Night of the Creeps. The Creeps. A Nightmare on Elm Street. The OG. And Nailgun Massacre. Now, this is uh, a hard one. These are <laughs> all really good fucking movies. Like, I didn't think Sarah was going to pick a better stack than me, but she did, like, 100%. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I suck at this. But, uh, oh, that is such a doozy. Uh, Tough one. That is super tough. Uh, I'm going to go Night of the Creeps, I guess. Uh, but, like, I feel like it's the wrong choice. But just me is, like, the 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 50s intro to it is so, like, it is so fucking fun. With uh, the, what is it, the, the platters are playing, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The feel of it, so it's, like, it sets the tone for yeah, the movie. Which is wild, because, like, I, mean, I, I love all three of those movies. It, I just felt like it'd be a cop out to say like Nightmare on Elm Street. 
it is like such a classic like it is that good you would have been allowed to it's your pick whichever one you like so you're going with with our with from our grouping you're going with monster dog and night of the creeps that'd be a good double feature kind of very different types of films when you think about it though an awesome double feature if you don't like dogs yes Oh, I think that's one thing everyone's learning about you guys. <laughs> that just dog but, butchery of dogs has never come up on the show that often. And I'm like, <laughs> here we go, slaughtering of dogs. It just happens. Full disclaimer. <laughs> Full disclaimer. Huge dog lover. Yeah, um, we have a dog. Uh, He's a Same here. I don't have one right now, but I grew up with a lot of a lot of dogs in my life and. I, I do intend on getting one again one day. So, you know, I, I do love a, I do love a good pup just kind of being around and playing with you. And you, it seems like yours is off screen somewhere. So yeah, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. like right by us. He's always around. All right, Sarah. So. OK. Monster Dog on my end. OK. Icebox Murders. The Icebox Murders. <laughs> or Halloween Trick or Treat. What are you going with? Oh, this is a hard one. Yeah, they're all- <laughs> Do you need to look at them again? Do you need a, do you, do you need I a second? I think I'm going to go with Halloween Trick or Treat. Whoa, like, not even I- one of these. <laughs> I think it's it just like the classic witch. And like, I know we talked about Halloween. Like I was always a witch if I wasn't anything like the Powerpuff Girl and stuff like that. Like that just is like 90s Halloween amazingness. Like I just love that cover. It hits home for me. I so. respect that. I respect that decision. I guess, and listen, it's Halloween, haunted hangover. That, yeah. That's why I picked this. Wink, wink. I wanted it to be. We needed a <laughs> Halloween. We needed a Halloween uh, type of film. Absolutely. Film in the bunch. So, excellent, excellent. Now, out of uh, Zach's picks, you got Texas Chainsaw Massacre: Next Generation. Okay. Not with one, but two covers. Okay. Sexy Leatherface. That's the other face endorsing uh, Ash can or Ash. You got five, 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 and you know your head cut off. Oh, that's that's so hard to get a good. <laughs> can't, <laughs> go, so- can't, can't go wrong with a severed head. <laughs> and then you got headless eyes with the the big old eyeball just okay. cruising along. Okay. I honestly think I'm going to go with the Texas Chainsaw because it's two covers and that's a bargain. Yeah. I honestly (laughs) love I mean, we talked so much about the sexy cover, but like, I also love the lipstick one. Like I just can't imagine like bringing a chainsaw up to my lips like that. I did that with my foot once. (laughs) He did. There is a giant scar on his foot from a chainsaw. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) Oh. And it was the Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> it was. The, he was cutting a tree. <laughs> okay, all right. It missed the steel part of the, the boot. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right, I was concerned right for on. a second. I was concerned for a second <laughs> yeah. there. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> We're not slicing it. Uh, all right, cool, cool. Uh, good pick. Respectable one as well. Can't go wrong with the lipstick or sexy. or se- That's a two for yeah, one. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't take that into account. The two for one, the two for one deal there. Oh man! Oh, so all right, Luke, you're up. 
You guys don't have to show your picks. I remember them. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers. Hopefully. I'm paying attention. Um, all right. Now, I'm trying to think. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. With Zach's picks, I think I think I'm gonna go with five five five. Because of how unique the color of the tape and the cover is. I love I've always loved that pink. And, yeah. and I love the contrast of the severed head right in the center of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just the like it would make a great t-shirt. People would look at look at you like you're fucking crazy, but like the pink and the head being, you know, the chopped off head and that whole deal, just the colors on it. I don't know why. To me, it's always stood out to me. I don't know. There's just something about it. There's something, something about it. That pink, that pink box. Now, yeah, I mean, that being, I mean, it also stood the test of time. I mean, I think yeah. it, it's not just you. I think a lot of people are like, it's it's a very unique uh, color scheme. And honestly, after while, you watch the movie, like you're just like. I'm pretty sure it wasn't because of the movie everybody remembers it. No, it's that cover. It's that cover. If there's so, it's that cover 100. percent Now Sarah's picks. Let me let me think. Hmm, it's a tough one. That's a tough one. As much as I love Night of the Creeps, and that is a phenomenal cover. Out of that three, I think I'm gonna go Nailgun Massacre. Okay. I think, I, I think that's be, the reason why. I think the re, let me let me see it again. Let me see it again. I think the reason why is because I like how much is going on and like, like Night of the Creep, a little ambiguous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Zombie. He's creep e. But yeah. no slugs. Is there, There's no slugs on it. Is there a slug? No, right? No, no, no so slugs. It, it, it's, it, it's a broken it, window. Yes. Great cover, but doesn't really tell you what the movie is. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. Iconic cover. Does tell you what the movie is in a nutshell. But I think Nailgun Massacre does it even better. So yeah. Rape Revenge, yeah. you've got the, the female character on there being... Mm-hmm. Attacked by a nail gun, which correct me if my if I'm wrong, but I don't think she's ever the is she killed with a nail gun? No. No. But the other guys are in the revenge, correct? Yeah, I don't remember. (laughs) Regardless, there's a nail gun and a massacre happening on the cover. So, (laughs) So it sells the movie. Like it's it sells it all. And more because yeah. I don't think that actually happens in the movie, but you get a gist of what it, it yeah. wants to tell you about it. <laughs> I like it's the a, idea of it's like the movie's called Nail Gun Massacre. Like, oh, what's that about? A Nail, Nail Gun, Gun Massacre. Massacre. Like, oh, fuck yeah, shit. <laughs> exactly. I know I sounded super pretentious breaking that down, but <laughs> no, it, no, is, it, like it. it is a, it is a Nail Gun Massacre. And I think it explains it. And it is a good point because there's a lot of movies like where covers you're just like, you you, you see the cover and then you watch you're just like, huh, 
Like I remember, like I remember, uh, like uh, microwave massacre. The the micro what was it microwave massacre. Mm-hmm. I remember that one was like, I thought that was gonna go a different way than it did, and I was like, well, I missed the mark on that one. There's not a lot of massacres happening inside the microwave, if I remember correctly, in that movie. I think there's like one. Is there is there, are there several massacres in the microwave? I don't think so. It's a pretty slow movie from what I remember. Yeah, yeah. So. I, but that was like one of those you like you think, yeah, I don't know. I thought like the dude's weapon was gonna be a microwave and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like, that was, that was yeah. the biggest disappointment about my that would have been <laughs> sick if his weapon, his main weapon was just the microwave. He took it, bashed people's heads <laughs> with it, cut sick. it off, threw the head in the microwave, heat it up. <laughs> that's what you're expecting from it, but it's not you what you get. That. And, that's yeah, what, <laughs> and that's what VHS covers do. They're there yeah. to persuade you into renting or buying the movie when they don't... The, the promise that's made, they never pull through with it. So those were some of our favorite vhs covers thank you zach sarah for being on the show with me and talking about all kinds of nonsense where can people find you uh at terrax videos uh on instagram uh, i think we have a youtube channel at the the same same handle same handle and be sure to subscribe follow us on instagram twitter tiktok at haunted hangover head over to hauntedhangover.com for links to the video version of this episode, the audio-only version of this episode, our Patreon page, and tons of other fun, good, spooky stuff over there. And as always, remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Catch you guys later.